Hi guys. Hello. Hey. This is Ravina. And this is Rajita. And I'm Soham. Soham is back. Yep. At popular <laughs> demand, we just the viewers wanted more of him, so also here we are. Away. We actually got like ten messages all along the lines day. of all along the lines of like please more soham we love soham really we, we love you guys more but <laughs> soham was a nice addition so we're like you know what let's please show us soham's face and that um, is confidential we will not yeah. be distributing his face online what is soham's p.o box so i can send him money i actually do mailboxes exist anymore <laughs> yeah they exist on the east coast wait okay like like when i went to boston individual mail there's some in your neighborhood I don't have my own mailbox. No. Like we have a collective. Wait, thing in I our feel like the way I recognized own. your house. No, I remember the name on your mailbox. The na- your mailbox, mailbox with the name on it. I definitely don't have a. I think that we was need to go outside. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, those are like weird. They're like yeah. on the country. They're like on the. They're made differently. Meaning. What? Like these, Is like there a I live. Conventional <laughs> way to make a mailbox. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I live in a modern neighborhood. Like a more gentrified <laughs> not gentrified with the collective but... mailbox like the community oh mailbox. yes, 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 like yes, the, yes, yes that house is like the old the house, house yeah, that used old. to be there before you yeah. and yes. your cruel builders gentrified yes, the place it was, mm. it was there a long time yeah okay <laughs> awesome nice now that we've cleared that one up i don't know if what you should guess today's episode was going to be about hint it's not mailboxes or gentrification <laughs> um we are talking about social anxieties slash FOMO, or anything <laughs> of the lack like. Thereof. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, okay, how this episode... We can do a contrast. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. You guys don't know what we mean by that yet. Okay, Stay tuned Sorry. to find out. <laughs> this is things that should have been said possibly before we started recording. Anyways, um, <laughs> how this episode came about. Soham asked us, do you guys get FOMO? And we said yes. We instantly <laughs> replied yes as soon as I saw the word FOMO. I was like, yes. I said, yeah, yes. yeah, actually I do. And then today we sat down and Soham goes, I have actually only had FOMO once. <laughs> and that was the time that I texted them. Yeah. Oh, really? oh what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. He felt the emotion. He instantly was like, wow, this is so foreign. This is something, <laughs> I, should, this is something I need to talk about. Yeah. Would you like to um, explain your situation? Yeah, so essentially I um, I was invited to this party and I wanted to, like I only went to talk to a friend. But that's besides the point. So I went there, I like, it was cars like everywhere and I parked and then I sat there for a couple minutes and I was like, do I really want to go in or do I want to go home and watch a Christmas movie? So um, I'm a really indecisive person and mm-hmm. I somehow came to the conclusion that I should leave and go watch the christmas movie but then i didn't even end up doing that but i when i got home i like couldn't stop thinking about like what if i went i probably could have had more fun so that was his fomo yes that yes. is in fact the most delightful case of FOMO <laughs> I've ever heard of. that is fomo with options you know? like you could have really? gone to the party you could have stayed home you could have done whatever you want in that scenario do you think if you stayed at this party, you would have thought about your Christmas movie plan? I definitely would have. Like, it was it was a lose-lose situation mm. for me because I'm indecisive. And that kind of talks. Okay. That's why I always need another person yeah. to, to help you decide. <laughs> yes. No, because I'm really indecisive, you know, too. So Soham thought his problem was FOMO, but I think it was much deeper than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then he texted us, have you guys had FOMO? And I thought, like, this was, like, a recurring thing that he had oh, going yeah. on in his life. So I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, An episode about it, you know, like, talk about our FOMO, but... And then here we're talking... It's an isolated and... case. Yeah. Um, oh, also, um, unrelated, but we didn't have an episode last week because um, 
<laughs> because, sorry, my mom texted me, exterminator is here. Amazing. Uh, You'd think bugs would freeze in the sub-zero tundra that we live in, right? but... No, it's actually due to the, like, there's, like, a bird. A bird? What's a bird? Under the fridge is, like, a... a what's it called? Like a B-U-R-R. Egret? An egret is under. Do you mean penguin? How do you know so much about... No, I mean egret. Oh, you mean egret. Wait, is like, a part of a fridge? No, it's a bird. Oh. It's a bird. There's under... How do you know so much about fridges? Preparing It's a bird. Wait, okay, so last week we didn't have an episode because our beloved Brigitte was not here this week. Do you want to tell them where you were? I decided that I had enough of this freezing Alaskan winter and I decided to go to a nice warm tropic zone. So I went to Boston for 10 days and she really soaked up the sunlight. Did you wear Uh, flip-flops? I was wearing my bikini, actually, Mm -hmm. just out and about in the streets. And some people gave me weird looks, but, you know, when you're from Alaska... But others gave me money, right? Oh, I got so much money. Yeah, right in your little ass pocket. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Keep this PG. All right. I did not collect any funds from strangers, don't worry. I'm not that type of girl. Speaking of PG, we watched Jaws in one of my classes today. It's definitely rated R. Jaws is not rated R. Wait, the Steven Spielberg movie? No, like the one about the shark. They're all Steven. Yeah, they're all about the shark. Um, what else would it like be the about? Is it like the 1970s movie? Yeah, the old one. That is not rated R. That's PG-13. No. Did you watch Did Saw? The... <laughs> I've watched Tire. It's a movie about a tire that has a gun. It kills people. It, it like, like came tire? off. A... Yeah, it's a. <laughs> Wait, it's how a tire it... that came off? How a does it hold the gun? I don't. It doesn't have know. a tire. We don't see that part. We just see the people getting murdered. That's by a so tire. funny. By a tire getting like shooting. It doesn't it's run like, people oh over. Oh my god, Mark! No, 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 Mark no. had Halloween series. <laughs> Let me paint the picture. It's like you're having a conversation. In the middle of it, you hear a gunshot. One person drops dead. The other person looks around. You see a tire rolling away. <laughs> The tire strikes again. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee. So, we have discussed pretty okay. much every topic except the one we said we were going to talk about. <laughs> we're sorry about that. Okay. But, so, oh, we did discuss FOMO. So, so um, how did you feel about having FOMO? Um, I don't know. For It was just, like, disconcerting. It was uncomfortable. I know, like, it probably was a very first world version of FOMO <laughs> um but I don't know I didn't think I I actually think well after talking about it a little bit I think it was because I was indecisive like that I yeah had that issue. just kind of more of a regret <laughs> yeah okay wait I get it's not FOMO but it's like kind of when you know when you're like ordering off the menu and you see two things that you really like and you have to pick one of them so you order one I was and it's just opportunity cost. you get both <laughs> yeah well okay some of us have <laughs> some of us less money <laughs> money in their checking my parents always tell me to like always spend a lot when it comes to food so i've always spent that is such wow. a different narrative than my <laughs> parents actually are telling tell me, me the exact opposite. yeah <laughs> my parents actually review my credit card statements and yell at me about how much i am spending on food <laughs> continue (laughs) but like when i'm eating the dish that i finally order even if it's good i'm always thinking about how the other dish yeah i'm like god i think that's more similar to soham situation than actual fomo FOMO is like okay so in your situation when you went home were you thinking about like missing out on like the social aspect Mm -hmm. were you like oh i'm gonna be missing out of this party yeah like i'm not gonna be part of like like yeah. this group of people yeah so like i think the part that i missed most about it was talking to friends that mm-hmm. i haven't seen in a long time 
but I also saw them like a month ago. But still, like I like talking to people in yeah. large groups. <laughs> no, that I get that. Actually, I don't. But I understand well, how you could <laughs> get that. <laughs> no, I'm saying I get I get his like regret. Yeah, yeah. And, no, and like by large groups, I don't mean like by public speaking. I mean being like actively mm-hmm. engaged yeah. in a conversation with a lot of people is a lot of fun because it always ends up like there's a joke and then it gets built off of mm-hmm. and then it gets funnier and funnier each time someone adds something and stuff like that i've like come to like that a lot more and i think that's honestly come with like me being more comfortable socially because i remember before like i'm thinking a few years ago that kind of situation would have been like my worst Terrifying. nightmare <laughs> like i did not want to be like spotlighted in, in this like group of people but now i find it really fun to like talk to a lot of mm-hmm. people and like meet new people and like join like big conversations but yeah i think <laughs> my enjoyment for that situation has gone up a lot uh-huh. but along with that my fomo has gone yeah down exactly a lot because i'm i don't know i used to get really bad fomo like freshman year sophomore mm-hmm. year and in that where i thought like i just couldn't be doing nothing on a friday or saturday night and it's not even like i had plans i just like the idea of <laughs> not having plans or just being like mm-hmm. oh i'm sitting at home and even though no one's doing anything i'd be like it's like a friday <laughs> night like i should be doing something instead of like playing scrabble with like my mom yeah (laughs) but like i think as that went away and i started looking at plans at plans and like just an opportunity to spend time with people that i like liked i stopped feeling like i was like missing out Mm -hmm. on something as much like i stopped doing fomo but i just started feeling like oh i just would like to spend time with these people that's why i'm hanging out with people not because i don't want to get fomo yeah i think that's a lot like healthier of a way to view yeah i think I've thought about this before, and I think the reason why I had such bad FOMO was also kind of related to, like, this social anxiety that I am not portraying myself in a way that I want to, Mm -hmm. and that I need to go to these, like, events or hangouts to show, like, my friends that I'm this way. Like, I, I I would have this, like, intense need to, like, prove myself as, like, I I am this way Mm -hmm. to my friends and it would make me really anxious if they if I thought that they didn't see me this way so I think like missing out would like cause them to start thinking differently do you get what I'm trying to say I explain that kind of weird but like I I get it I think for me it was like if I saw my friends the worst was when like my friends would make plans without me Mm -hmm. Especially, like, freshman, sophomore. Like, now, like, if people make plans without me, I don't take it as, like, a personal yeah. insult. It's just, like, situation. Like, freshman, sophomore year, I think it, like, I think it would mean a lot more than it, what it actually probably was. So, I'd be, like, worried that they'd start enjoying their group hangouts without me more <laughs> yeah, than with yeah. me. And then slowly it would just turn into me just never going to things. Mm-hmm. So, I guess instead of a, instead of FOMO, really, it was just, like, anxious Ew, yeah. and self-defense. That's interesting. I don't know, like, kind of backtracking to, like, your middle school experiences with it. Um, I, I was in love with Minecraft at the time, so I know, ne- <laughs> I found <laughs> enjoyment I in every Friday night and Saturday night that I got to play Minecraft with my friends. Hmm. It was so fun, because, like, so cute. I, because <laughs> during, like, when I went to this very hard elementary school, not elementary, but, like, secondary yeah yeah yeah, not even secondary school (laughs) 
It was hell, hell. but hell. <laughs> um, in my free time, <laughs> I played Minecraft with people and we got on Skype, and it was the most fun Skype? I've ever had. That yeah. is so that is cute. And we transitioned Amazing. to Discord at, like <laughs> over time, but Discord was a thing back in the day. Discord has been a thing for a while. Yeah, wow. and we just like got on the train really late, but yeah, it was it was so so much fun, and that's like every. Every night or free night that I had in middle school was spent playing Minecraft with my friends, and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's really, that's really <laughs> nice, yeah. That's really nice, because, okay, in middle school, I never really, like, hung out with friends till, like, eighth, eighth grade. grade. Maybe. Eighth grade, really. When I was there. Because, like, before <laughs> that, I mean, I'd see my friends at, like, their birthday parties, but I wouldn't... Like, in sixth grade, I wouldn't be like, hey, like, let's make plans and hang out after this. Like, I just wouldn't. Like, I, I wouldn't see my friends at school. once in sixth grade i remember that and i oh. thought it was so cool like i remember it was like a guy girl mall trip and i brought like 20 dollars <laughs> and i remember Ew. we went to like forever 21 we're like guys you should try on these dresses <laughs> we'd like pull you up like the shittiest out. like outfit combinations for each other i think we did that like oh we did that in eighth grade <laughs> say sophomore year we did that like recently i know <laughs> cool. well well now it's different yeah because now it's self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just funny when we do it. Mm. I had really bad FOMO in all of middle school, actually. I just remember. Oh, yeah. And it's because I went to a different version of hell. Like, I went to a different <laughs> branch of the same right. school. So all of you guys went to one, and I went to another. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember seeing... Like, we didn't have, like... I didn't have social media back then. So I had, like, no real way of knowing, like, what the dynamic was. But, like, sometimes we'd have, like parties where i'd be invited to like your guys's middle mm-hmm. school's party yeah and i'd go there and i just realized like what a cohesive friend group everyone was from your, your school and how i was just so much the outsider and i'd see my friends that i was once like super close with in like elementary school just become closer and closer with each mm. other and that i'd be like the one Ouch. who didn't understand jokes or, like, i'd be the one who wasn't talking yeah i so that was fun i think it's actually really funny because i felt that same way even though i was also <laughs> in that school because I wasn't, although I was, like, still friends with, like, our elementary school friends, I was not part of their friend group, really. Or, like, yeah, no, I don't even think they considered me part of their friend group. So I was also kind of on the outskirts. I hope you're listening. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> on the outskirts of, like, their, like, inside jokes. Uh-huh. And, like, I try to join the conversations, but it just feels mm-hmm. so forced. Yeah, yeah, same. And I was like, ew, like, this literally <laughs> sucks. But, like, how is this happening? Like, I'm literally in their school. <laughs> Going on a tangent, have you guys, like, sat alone at lunch before? Like, in high school? Not, well, yeah, but, like, because because you didn't have friends. Or because you had no one to sit with I at all. I feel like summer camp, maybe. Like, during school. Oh, during well, school? no, during school... No, I'd always find, like, I always... some random oddball group to sit with. <laughs> Wait, we, like, you mean high school or, like, anywhere, anytime? Anytime. In middle school? I'm not about middle school. Like, I was never oh. alone. Like, oh, I yeah, always yeah. had friends. I was from someone. Yeah. Like, know, there was someone there. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I sat alone a lot. Oh, no. But, no, no, no. So, uh, when I came back from India, I went to this, like, new school. Yeah. And I found one friend, but then he sat with all of, like, we became really good friends, but he had his, like, own friend group, and I didn't want to intrude on that. When I started sitting alone, I was like, wow, this sucks. But then, like, I started really liking time alone, like, last year around mm-hmm. this time and i think it's funny how so much like it changed because i now see you wish being... you could sit alone <laughs> yeah yeah, <I> w- <laughs> yeah like sometimes i sit alone or like with a group of people i don't talk so i can 
just stay with myself for a little bit and it's really nice i think appreciating time alone is like a really important mm-hmm. thing to develop yeah. because it's actually very sense. valuable and it can go from being something you absolutely despise and like dread to something you really appreciate mm-hmm. yeah. i think i've had a hard time finding a balance in mm-hmm. that because i think middle school just made me such a anxious person yeah. in terms of social <laughs> yeah that like like hangouts and stuff like whenever i was invited to things i would like dread going mm-hmm. just thinking like how i present myself and i like wanted people to like me because i wanted like a cohesive friend group which is just always hard to come by for some reason hmm. in middle school <laughs> so like i'd be like especially when i came to that new school in eighth grade i really wanted people to like me so anytime i was invited to any of like the main friend groups like things i like there was a time period where i like really wanted to not not really be part of that friend group necessarily but just be like liked by them and i was so used to like feeling i don't even know if it was true but i like felt very disliked and it might have just been like self-image yeah (laughs) i really hope it was just self-image so i was just very it was exhausting trying to like make myself into a person that they would like so i just dread hangouts or like i would dread social interactions and i just grew to dislike that so i really liked being by myself that's interesting for some time in middle school i definitely felt the same way in middle school because i also felt quite disliked by this like so like i had friends in middle school Mm -hmm. i'm not (laughs) saying i don't think i did but i wasn't in this like specific friend group like i wasn't really a part of it more just i was friends with certain people in this group so every time I was, like, hanging out with this group of people, I, the whole time I'm just, like, everyone here thinks I'm annoying. And, yeah. like, they hate me. And, like, it's, it's actually very, so stressful, very so stressful, to... So very stressful. <laughs> to, like, try to regulate what you're saying, how you're yeah. acting, like, even the way you're talking so that people change their minds about you. It's, like, it's like you're trying to fight for, like, people to see you the way you want way. to be seen but it's so hard because you can't like force your it seems like formulaic like this is I, so sad like like <laughs> i act this way people think of me this way but it's just like not that simple yeah i don't know <laughs> have you had any so home's actually socially so intelligent <laughs> yeah had no maybe it's problem. just like i'm too i was too naive to understand that people didn't like me that also could have been part of it but i i moved so many times like i switched schools so many times in my life like i feel like i never had the chance to even think about that mm-hmm. i think maybe you were just more confident about yourself or maybe you're just like un like not unaware but like you weren't oblivious you weren't like thinking this deeply or maybe yeah. you were just a likable person yeah honestly well, i think i'd like i the people that i hung out with were like i only hung out with like two people in middle school and they were just as like like which middle school the first Um, or the second one and every school that i've been to there's always been like one or two people that i only like only well i think no i had no friends there but i didn't care (laughs) (laughs) but here like those one or two people were similar to me so i never had to worry about anything at all because they weren't part of a friend group for the same reason that i wasn't part of a friend group (laughs) nice (laughs) Uh yeah So I guess there's no stress of, like, you trying to be part of a friend group that, like, because I think in middle school for me, what was my issue was, like, I was 
I like I wanted to be part of not not necessarily I wanted to be part of it, but I just wanted to be liked yeah, no, by this group of like several people. So like this kind of caused like a lot of anxiety. But I think I mean from what you're telling me, mm-hmm. there was no like group of people you needed to like prove yourself to. You're just kind yeah. of turning into middle your school trauma. <laughs> oh really? I'm like reliving everything. <laughs> We're literally crying right now. This is, oh yeah. Like Oh god. <laughs> So, um, I guess, like, moving on to high school a bit for me, I finally had, this is, like, referencing our other episodes very much, but, like, I finally had, like, somewhat of a friend group, and then it, it kind of switched the other way, like, where I always wanted to be doing stuff with them, just so I could feel like, okay, I'm finally part of a friend group, so, like, I never, like, wanted to be by myself anymore, like, I wanted to constantly have plans, and constantly, like, kind of prove that like Mm -hmm. I was I had friends or like that I was not an outcast or that I wasn't weird Mm -hmm. so this was definitely like freshman sophomore year like or at least freshman year for sure like if I was not doing stuff after school on a Friday like if I was just sitting at home I would feel like terrible about myself like I would feel like I have no friends so like I constantly needed to like hang out with my friends or Mm -hmm. like have that reassurance that yes I do have friends (laughs) I remember sophomore year specifically like um I at least for like the first month because obviously none of us could drive sophomore year so and I live kind of far away so my parents would pick me up like within like 20 minutes after Mm -hmm. school and everyone would go to like you know how everyone would hang out at the library and then go Mm -hmm. to like Starbucks or some shit Mm -hmm. not me actually (laughs) (laughs) well okay but I would always be like mom like (laughs) why are you picking me up right now like this is i thought that me not being there was like me missing out on all these potential all these potential (laughs) friendships all this like plethora of amazing people that i could be hanging out with (laughs) sorry our school's library Mm. um amongst all those books you know that's where you make your lifelong friends yeah and the dvds um but then yeah going into high school i was definitely carrying like this weird middle school <laughs> drama like baggage yeah um i think that's where i saw you for the first time at the library like i didn't know who you were but oh yeah just pointed no it i know who you were they're like that's so home and i was like who? <laughs> yeah i always came from a different like i rode the yeah, bus yeah. to your school uh-huh. so this sounds so confusing there. if you oh yeah don't yeah. know us in or if you situation. don't go to our school but yeah every day i like rode the bus your school and then i would just integrate myself with all of you and i remember you'd wear your purple shirt i remember you knew more people at my school oh yeah i did (laughs) actually and i remember you'd come to the library and everyone would like talk to you and like i don't want to say his name your friend who also went to that school (laughs) freshman year oh i think i know who you're talking about oh i think i know who you're talking about but you don't sorry (laughs) it's it's just another guy who's in this he's not a very important character he's not but I was like, hmm, everyone likes them. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these hordes of people around me? Wait, who are they? <laughs> Maybe it was just because we were foreign. Hmm. Yeah, you foreign were Foreign exchange. It's <laughs> because you were guys. No. True. Honestly. Girls sitting around you. That honestly was it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I think a large part in me feeling... Okay, I think for all of... I think all of us can relate to this to some extent. But, like, a large part of us feeling socially anxious or feeling like like a misfit is because just because of the community that we're in Mm -hmm. 
is that we kind of only see a very specific type of person in our day-to-day life. Like, I don't want to generalize, but, like, I'm also kind of generalizing. Like, our middle school is very much a very specific type of person. And if you didn't fully fit into that mold, it's like you were an outcast somewhere, or just not part of that group. And same with high school. I think even though our school is a pretty big, diverse community, like, the people I see day-to-day are also a very specific, like, type of person. And, again, if you don't fit in that mold, you can feel like, not an outcast, but, like, disliked, you know? Like, or you can feel like you don't belong, I guess. Yeah, no, it definitely depends on the people you're around, because some people just inherently make you feel more comfortable. Yeah. And you're not, like, stressed about, like, this. do these people like me, or do they like talk about me when I leave versus what makes them different like I don't honestly I don't know like what the like is it I just think their exact, persona yeah, I think it's it honestly just like their yeah. personality like some people can be like not very open to being not I don't want to say that but like they're only friends with like a certain type yeah. of people and like it, it's like a weird interaction mm-hmm. when you talk to them as someone who's not that type of person. Oh, right, right, right. I have I kind of you're... a loaded question. Yeah? <laughs> Wait, for, for, for everyone? For everyone, yeah. <laughs> Can I ask it? Yeah. It's not bad. Go but, like, ahead. do you think it has anything to do with race? I, I mean, well, in our experience, I mean, I know at least you and me. Yeah. I don't know what's at home. I actually someone had a, a pretty conversation good about it today. Really? About oh. a similar thing. Well, yeah, I was talking to someone who I had come with, and she was just telling me about the people in her she was telling me about like this teacher that she hated but and then she started describing the people in her class so then it was like uh, paraphrasing her words she kind of just said how everyone in the class was weird mm-hmm. there was like mostly asians and uh, indian people mm-hmm. and then there I there was one it. other white kid who had really long hair who's also weird but then she was also probably not a part of any of the like they were probably in similar friend groups like the rest of that class and she was not uh-huh. and she was also white yeah but i think like that interaction between two different friend groups is just always weird because you come from like completely different worlds in a way yeah i think well my friend group growing up uh, has been like essentially pretty similar since elementary to even now and like basically we've all been like majority like brown girls (laughs) like so i think race does play a factor in that it's not that it's like exclusively like we are only friends with brown people that's not what's happening that's not true like at all but it's just like i guess something to relate on and it's like a basis for like we both understand these certain things yeah like you know when you see someone this is a very like weird comparison but say (laughs) you see someone wearing like a shirt of like a band you really like and you think, okay, one thing we have in common is we both really like this band. Yeah. It's, like, a similar thing where you, like, know at least you both have this thing in common. Just compare race to band. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica fans are <laughs> their own race. But you know, what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's no, a, a basis yeah. for how you, like, start oh. relationships with people. Look at you. And do they span the vector space? No, my <laughs> God. Stop it. Stop and it. it's a kernel. What happened to... What happened to no linear talking? Get out. Yeah. I think you set that rule. Hmm. No, but I, I get that. Did yeah, I think that? it's, like, the cultural values that you guys uh-huh. share. But do you, Like, kind of going off that, do you think that'll change in the future? 
like so so the basis that people like relate to <laughs> uh the pe- the basis that people relate to on are like it's like they were raised in a certain way like all brown people have cultural values mm-hmm. that are similar amongst at least most brown yeah. people so in the future for brown people living in america do you think it's gonna like do you think people are gonna separate even more or like they're gonna integrate i think i think the amount of wow this is taking like a, a very <laughs> different <laughs> yeah but i think in response to that i think the amount of integration depends more on the environment than them because you know i would love to have multi-racial friends yeah you know, like yeah. i would love to be fully integrated but i think just our environment feels almost segregated in that like i hate to say that but like each friend group is kind of the same race. the same race <laughs> yeah you know, like yeah. they all kind of stick together which i like think is really unfortunate in our school but like i think on like a i think like on a college campus like i do not think it remains yeah. that way i think like the more exposed you are to the real world the less this like mm-hmm. weird separation occurs right. and then you just naturally become more integrated so i think yeah. it's not even like a generational thing i think it's more of just as uh-huh. we grow up we'll become more integrated into like that makes society sense. yeah uh-huh. and i think going into public school i guess since there's so many people and you're kind of new to this like being in like a school full of thousands of yeah. people it's like you're trying to find people who are similar to you the most immediately yeah and race is one of those things that kind of stands out (laughs) when you're like you you notice it like if you and this other person are the same race it's kind of like an easy thing to sort of have in common yeah no i completely get that rather than trying to reach out and like talk to like everyone and trying to figure out who you could be friends with it's more just like an easy solution in a way I just want to say, have you ever seen a popular brown kid? Um, I actually have not. It's a really rare species to exist. I don't think it goes just one like, way. Popular is so subjective. Well, yeah. I say, like, like I because <laughs> if you're well-known in one, like, being well-known is, like, a friend group thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really just, like, the friend group slash groups that know a lot of people or that just like have a lot of people in them yeah. like what <laughs> like i before my like perception of popularity before like high school was like these people are known by everyone and everyone likes them but it's just like not like i don't that. even think there's any i don't real know, popularity in our i don't grade, think you know? popularity yeah. sorry to yeah. disappoint you guys yeah. if you're listening you think you're popular you're not yeah. it's really just like like a large friend group yeah that just is a majority of like wherever you are. I've actually to really liked coming to him. <laughs> to coming him. to our school, <laughs> to the Husky school, um, and Huskies is in Alaska. You know, the uh-huh. yeah, sleds. Exactly. Actually, every high school in Alaska, our mascot is Huskies. So. Yeah, it's an Alaskan thing. You'd understand. <laughs> because I feel like everyone in the, I've talked to like most people in our grade, and I am at least acquainted with them, and I have been. That is uh, a very self-conscious experience because I definitely cannot say that. Oh. Well, I just think I haven't like met a lot of people in my school. Actually, I've noticed this recently. This like, th- I guess, kind of the group you think of when you think like popular kids mm-hmm. in our school, and I don't mean like the like most popular kids, just like the people that know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I've started to like, I guess, 
see more of them. And where am I trying to get with this? <laughs> okay. She realized that they were also normal people <laughs> and not celebrity status. No, but people. I feel like I've noticed people, including like my friends, put popular people on like a pedestal. Oh yeah, one which is really weird. Cause I'm it's not just one like, of those friends. No, I am not either. But <laughs> <laughs> but like they're not. These people are not celebrities. These other like seventeen year olds who just happen to have a lot of friends and money. That too. And front row seats in a football game. But not always, and then there's issues. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, tying this back to our topic, <laughs> social anxiety. I, like, forgot where that sentence was going. <laughs> you got it somewhere. It, I don't think that was the direction you were planning on taking it, it but it, it left, worked. It left the airport, and it landed somewhere. <laughs> it's, like, manifest. What? That's a terrible show. <laughs> I hate I've that. I've never seen Manifest. But, like, tying this back, I guess, if I know that someone isn't in our friend group or doesn't already know me, I'm really worried about how I am perceived sometimes. Interesting. And this is, like, mm-hmm. I know it's definitely gotten better, but I can't pretend, like, this isn't something I, like, still think about. Like, sometimes I'll just be talking to a group of people that I don't really know, and then halfway through I get, like overly self-aware i'm like oh my god i am so irritating like no one cares about anything i have to say and i need to stop talking and it's like it's like an intrusive thought i have halfway through saying a sentence like it's not even like i had a moment to like think and reflect and i guess like that's just more to do with my like my like worryment is that a word (laughs) it can be worry (laughs) worryment about how i'm perceived worry my worry (laughs) (laughs) My worry over how I'm perceived and how I come across, especially under, like, first impressions. I feel like I don't give off, like, a good first impression to people. No, I think whenever I'm trying to talk to new groups of people, at first I'm like, okay, I need to, like, act this certain way. And I'll say something that's, like, a little bit too me, you know? And I'll be like, (laughs) oh, too authentic. And then I, I, like, like, maybe I'm just imagining things or maybe these people are actually having, like, a reaction to something I said, and I'm just like, oh god, it's happening again. Like, like now the new group of people who doesn't like yeah. me. <laughs> That's so interesting. So I'm glad you find that interesting. <laughs> it's actually not really interesting. It's actually, <laughs> really it's actually kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a bad mindset to have, really. Yeah. Like, I think it's just more to do with like my underlying fear of not being disliked but it was being portrayed or like self-portraying myself as someone i'm not in really, an because, like, i feel way. like i can't especially like first impressions like you can't communicate like who you really are but i guess that's also the point of like first impressions like you should never judge someone for the rest of your life as how you viewed them as your first impression because that really is just like your first impression of them yeah and like i think understanding that like your first impression really doesn't solidify how someone views you is how is the only way you can like help yourself not be so caught up in like that instance you know mm-hmm. and i think um, that was a lot of words to yeah do that <laughs> no but i get it <laughs> okay i think it's like i've i heard this phrase it's like i don't know if it's a phrase but it's just some i think it was like a japanese proverb or something because <laughs> like the version of you that's like you who you see yourself in your head mm-hmm. and then there's the version that other people see mm-hmm. and that has like plagued me because i need <laughs> because i 
need these two things to match yeah. up because in my head I see myself a certain way and I know like my intentions behind things or like how I think but other people obviously don't they only see like the outcome right. of what I'm saying and it's just like I'm just like stressed about needing people to see me in like a correct way or like how I actually am because like I don't like being misrepresented yeah like that's like one of the things I yeah. don't that makes yeah sense. you know yeah yeah I can see that or like I feel like I'm putting it's not putting words in my mouth because I'm the one putting the words in my mouth but <laughs> it's like that type yeah, of thing yeah. people I need to I interpret your words yeah. the same way yeah yay <laughs> yay so hum <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> this is a wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I feel like it heavily depends on the people that you're with. Cause yeah. I, mm-hmm. I for one, I think my best quality or, or, yeah, no, I think my best quality is that I'm understanding, because I am, I'm interested in how other people think or like whatever viewpoint they have to offer on the same. Thing that I look at one way um just because like I found out I actually wrote an essay about this for college but there's so many ways to look at one thing yeah. um and that's like translated into social interactions and stuff and I love meeting new people because of that so I don't know if like if someone's talking to me I would never want them to like I would want their like inner whatever you talked about um to be aligned yeah, yeah exactly no I think about that a lot like Every time I've come across any sort of, like, issue dealing with other people, I always, like, I feel like that's something I I do that I like about myself, that I think about things from other people's perspectives, mm-hmm. which, like, also I agree, which is why I like to meet new people, but sometimes I get very stressed about other people's perspectives, <laughs> especially when it concerns <laughs> me. Like, I don't know, the idea of being thought about by someone <laughs> is kind of, like, scary in a way (laughs) i think um the biggest way i like i like realized two distinct things is that one that i'm not a very judgmental person Mm -hmm. so i'd hope that other people aren't and i feel like i'm assigning Mm -hmm. judgment to people that shouldn't necessarily like or wouldn't be as judgmental as i like make them out to be Mm -hmm. like i'm sure no one spends their late nights thinking about like my specific words or how i phrase (laughs) things the same way i worry that other people will Mm -hmm. Because, like, I don't do stuff like that. So, like, I don't think it's normal for others to. <laughs> and I also realized, like, there is going to be groups where you just, like, don't fit in. And, like, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like, you just aren't part of that group. And you just don't necessarily, like, get along. Or you're not going to be best friends with, like, that group of people. And, like, they might not even like you. And that's completely fine. Because, like, as long as you're not doing anything wrong, then you have nothing to worry about, I guess. Yeah. Like, as long as you're staying true to yourself. <laughs> No, I mean, as long as you're not doing anything, like, unethical. Like, as long as you're not, like, being mean to them. Or, like, being, like, annoying, I guess, like, intentionally. Like, at the end of the day, like, it it is what it is. Like, if they don't like you, then that just sucks for them. They're missing out. Honestly, they (laughs) get Hashtag be yourself. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, I honestly don't... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I... I honestly think you don't need to please, like, every group of people you meet. Like, sometimes people just aren't going to like you. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's fine. Which, but, I mean, I know it's a hard pill to swallow. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. But just swallow it, you know? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Step it up your house. Drink some water. <laughs> um, 
not even dislike you, but, like, they might not even just understand. Like, you know, you could have one sense of humor, and they just wouldn't understand your jokes. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they don't like you. It just means that they don't perceive you yeah. as the same funny, wonderful person that you actually mm-hmm. are. I think there's always going to be a group of people out there who will appreciate you. Yeah, find those people. Find the people that love you for who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, though. If you have to hunt to the ends of the earth to find people that like you then do it yeah so i guess the cure to social anxiety is accepting that people are not gonna like you <laughs> yay Woohoo! and everyone actually okay hates it. you yeah sorry tolerance yeah tolerance and empathy and just accepting things as they are and like not trying to control the situation of what other people think because people are going to think what they think and all you facts and like (laughs) (laughs) so true thank you because like you can spend a lot of time thinking about how you're going to change how this person sees you but you honestly can't also (laughs) i would like to (laughs) that's the end of my point (laughs) thank you um, also, I just wanted to say that this is a very, like, like mild level of social anxiety. <laughs> yeah. This is, obviously, we're not speaking for, like, really bad, like, uh-huh. maybe you need medication for social anxiety. And we're also not, like, doctors. So if this is something that's, like, yeah. crippling <laughs> and, like, you know, destabilizing your maybe life, go please don't see use someone. this episode. Like, we are, not, we are not talking about this from, like, a medical standpoint. We're yeah. talking about this from, like, a mindset like go you Uh type of standpoint (laughs) if this like is an issue that's genuinely crippling i think maybe don't like only use this podcast (laughs) as like a help resource and maybe use other podcasts too yeah yeah (laughs) a multitude of podcasts maybe use some youtube videos (laughs) some monday motivation videos (laughs) friday flexology oh yeah oh um Sorry, we got Starbucks before this, and you know we normally do this at the beginning, but we kind of just jumped straight into every other. Oh topic. yeah, we had a lot so, to say. I got my regular, um, sorry, a tall iced blonde latte with two pumps of vanilla, and it was as crisp and fantastic as it normally is. No complaints. Um, I got the Irish cream cold brew, which is something I don't normally get, but I got it yesterday for the first time, and I actually really liked it. So I would recommend that. I didn't get anything. So I'm just kind of showed up. So I'm just came. Wait, yeah, so I'm, if I, you were going to get something, what would you get? Uh, then I would go to Black Rock. I that is the wrong. Oh my god, there. I'm one drink away from my free drink. Oh, I get free drinks all the time. Because I had this week long period. I think Soham <laughs> just has the best life. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna conclude from this. No, podcast. every every time I go through. Oh yeah, don't you like know? the black rock people well i know some of them but like every time i wear a certain hoodie that they like they will give me a free drink what, what? hoodie is this it, it is, is a it hoodie the... that says no. i love hot moms <laughs> the danny duncan yes that one. Oh my god you can't get me one of those yeah actually one time i went I through the black rock drive through and i think my card this was before i had a negative bank balance uh-huh. but my card like randomly got declined and the guy just like immediately gave it to me for free. He's like, "You're yeah. good." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Once I went through the drive-through with my friend, and they gave us the drink before they charged us for it, and then my friend just drove off. Mm. <laughs> Your friend doesn't understand. Calling someone out. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't this happen twice? I wasn't there the first time. Apparently, it happened to her the day before, and she thought she Ouch. got a free drink, but I think she forgot to pay. 
Also, this wasn't different Black perspectives. Rock. This was Starbucks. <laughs> so I guess it's fine. Yeah. That's it. Okay, yeah. we're done. Yeah. Bye. Um, so, in case you need get a, friends or get help. In case, <laughs> in case you were repeatedly replaying So Amazing to hear more of Soham's sweet voice, um, this is a gift to you. Forty. And we're only forty-four have- delicious minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're only gonna have Soham back if we get fifty responses this time to this and a hundred new followers. <laughs> yeah. If not, say so, goodbye to him forever. Say bye You to guys him. who desperately want to see so home, voice. you better ask us some questions. You need to blow up our Instagram page. Go follow our TikTok because we have that now. Oh. Oh, we do? Actually, we do. We got, we got 500 <laughs> views on our oh. TikTok. It's for, 17 for likes at 500. Um, at all talk, no action. There's an underscore somewhere. There's a podcast. <laughs> underscore. <somewhere. laughs> hold on. Hold on. Give me one second. Someone keep talking until I find it. Um... Uh, we might get a Twitter. Uh, we're two <laughs> minutes away from getting a LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, a LinkedIn. A LinkedIn. Don't, you don't need to be a person for LinkedIn. Oh, sh- we'll figure it's, out the fine Okay, guys. We'll I later. Later. The, the, the username for our podcast is exact same as the username for our Instagram. All talk, no action, oh, underscore podcast. Oh, I did that on purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that's it. We're done. Bye. Bye. See Bye. you guys next time. Wait, get to 45 minutes.